0: Welcome Friendship Fam, I'm Kenny White, live from Friendship Studios. I'm here with the Matt Clawson and the Joel Farber. We invite you in today's episode to come and see while we respond to the Lord to follow Him. Today's episode is brought to you by the letter H. Thank you for joining us. I'm Kenny White. Grab some coffee, buckle up for this week's episode of your Friendship Church Podcast.
1: Hey ladies, are you going to the Valentine's banquet? Last week we encouraged the men to sign you up and if they haven't then, well, you should immediately put them on the spot. Ask them why they haven't signed you up because you know, you're worth it. And we hope to see you on February 14th from 5 to 6.30. We wanna provide a special time for you as a couple to be encouraged. We're even taking care of the kiddos. That's right, childcare is provided. Please sign up before Tuesday, February 9th at friendshipmn.org slash valentine. Hey, just trying to help.
0: Hey, Friendship fam, thanks for joining us. I'm here with Matt and Joel, and uh, today is, is brought to you by the letter H. And so I thought it'd be fun for us fellas to just talk about things we're thankful for, that start with the letter H, and you might be asking why, and I would just say why not. So, the letter H, the nice. letter H. What are things you're thankful for?
2: Before before we answer that question, <laughs> can I just give a quick public service announcement? You, you just encouraged everyone to grab a cup of coffee, and it, it dawns on me that people are going to be listening to this podcast at all different times. Yeah, and so if it's 10:30 at night, I think they you, should. You may want to grab decaf. Good point. <laughs> like we want you to be able to sleep. No, we, we don't true. want you laying in bed just shaking. So, <laughs> so so make just smart choices when it comes to grabbing your coffee. And, and that's all I want to say. And Our podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, be careful how you buckle in, too. I guess. Indeed. Right, yeah. Hey, uh, sorry. So, letter well, H. My bad. That, no, that was really good, Matt. Thank you for yeah, that. Yeah, that it was. there are yeah. probably people who are going. Well, I was thinking of going to bed, but he said grab coffee. Right. probably
2: get (laughs) some. Now I'm up till 3 a.m., like it or not. (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
0: my goodness. The letter H. Yeah. Today is brought to us by the letter H. What are things you're thankful for with the letter H? Joel, are you
1: able to think of anything you're thankful for with the letter H? Oh, man. Well, I feel like this is a setup. (laughs) But, uh, you know, God has blessed us with a beautiful home. Oh. And uh, you know, I'm just so thankful for that. <laughs>
0: yes, I could I could see how that would be your home th- first <laughs> y-
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. Your Anything first. else but, uh, that starts with H but I that you're guess, thankful for you know,
1: Hannah if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> Good catch. I-, I love you so much and you yeah. actually have two H's, so I'm super thankful for that. Okay. Love you, babe. Indeed. Okay. That's like, Aww. oh, man, that That's was good. adorable. Does she listen to these? She does. Awesome. Mm. Yep. Oh, just yeah. because of you and Matt, I'm just going gonna... <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. to. <laughs> hey, Joel, did they make fun of you this week? <laughs> yeah, they did. <laughs> uh, okay, great. I'm going to listen to it as soon as it comes <laughs> yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> does the day end in why?
2: Of course they made fun of you. <laughs> yeah, <for laughs> it right. does. Oh. That's so true. Oh,
0: funny. How about you, Matt? Things you're thankful for. With the letter
2: H. Well, it's a little hard to follow that. Yeah, uh, I mean, I he, I could say Herica. That's right. But <laughs> if that nickname sticks, I'm in so, <laughs> You're much, trouble. In so much trouble. So much yeah. trouble. Can you imagine how much trouble I'll be in on Sunday if people are coming up to her? <laughs> Herica, Herica, is it? Oh boy. It's gonna happen. <laughs> I yeah. can't even wait. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my. Uh, Home. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: That's, that's excellent.
2: Uh, I'm I'm out I'm out you're I'm out, out of H's. You're out uh, of H's. You, <laughs> Hip hop. Hip hop. What else starts with H? Um, <laughs>
0: I I mean, just because we're we're sojourners and exiles, I keep thinking of heaven. But oh, you know, I mean, wow, that's that's just me. That's where indeed. my indeed. Yep, indeed. Just, we yeah,
1: went spiritual, and now can't, we I, feel can't terrible. have any more fun. So, <laughs> <laughs>
0: A friend of mine, he always always called those Jesus jukes, you know, like, <laughs> take that. I just threw some Bible at you. And I heaven is our,
1: th- hope. Yes. our hope. Our yes. hope,
0: Hope. We've been talking about hope lately.
1: Yeah. Is yeah. next week's letter O? <laughs> That's Ohana. a good idea. I didn't think Ohana. about that. <laughs>
0: Oh, Hannah. Great job, family.
1: <laughs> You've been watching Disney again. Uh, it reminds me of Lilo and Stitch yes. and that little blue guy. <laughs> oh exactly. man. Exactly.
0: Hey, uh so this week, uh we had the opportunity to preach through what, uh chapter 2 verse 4 through 12 and um, Matt, I, w- I was listening to your message and and thank you. You always you always deliver, man. And I I I just appreciate it. I I wish I could Stabbing. preach my sermons after I listen to yours. Oh, oh yeah. That would be so much more helpful. <laughs> Is there any way we can pitter-patter oh, the timing boy. or something so so I could get that. Uh but one of the things you brought out uh out of verse 5. You so verse 5 says, "You yourselves like living stones are being built up as a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood to offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ." And you talked about uh, being built on Christ, that those stones are built on Christ, and and I just kind of wanted to give you a little bit of time to flesh that out and mm. and, and talk that through, especially for those who are Shakopee listeners, who mm. the mm. pastor there didn't talk too much about that.
2: <laughs> I see. Well, I mean the passage the passage quotes Isaiah twenty eight from seven hundred years before Jesus, and it says that Jesus is the cornerstone. Uh, he is the cornerstone. And as we as I pointed out on Sunday, um, it's strange to refer to a cornerstone as he. Mm-hmm. Stones are its, right. But here in the passage, it's clearly mm-hmm. a he. And so I, I think we see Jesus is the the cornerstone and a cornerstone is that part of the the first laid stone in the foundation and everything is built upon that stone that is mm-hmm. a part of the house. And the passage says we're we're living stones, and we're living stones who who build our lives on the cornerstone. Every part of our lives, mm-hmm. so we do that by uh, believing in Him. It says, whoever believes in Him will not be put to shame. And so we believe in Him, and because we believe in Him, every decision we make is framed around Jesus as the cornerstone of our life. Mm-hmm. Um, and we we pointed out on Sunday we we do that by coming to Him. Uh, verse 4 there starts with the phrase, yeah. as you come to him, right? Present participle repeated action. It happens again and again and right. again. Right. Like and that's who we are as believers. Like, yeah. We can't say we believe in him, verse 7. Uh, I'm sorry, verse 6, my bad. Uh, we can't say we believe in him if we never come to him. Mm-hmm. Like th- Those don't go together. So we believe in him, so we come to him again and again and build our lives upon him. That was kind of where we went with some of that. Yeah. No, that's excellent.
0: That's great. I I I think that as as believers there, there is the spiritual discipline of um calibrating ourselves and and asking those questions. You know, am I am I building uh on Jesus? Am I am I flush with this living stone, this chief cornerstone? Am I flush with him? And and you know the the reality is I think we're seeing more and more that ah we're just so busy we're just we don't have time to do those things. So when I hear those things, um, I I don't know I I, I always want to give pushback and yet at the same time I want to be gentle because I I recognize you know um, people perceive our position as well. You're a pastor you get. Paid to do that and think those ways, and like that's your job. Um, But it's not our it's not our job. So that we do that, we do that, and it happens to be our job. Mm. Um, But but how do how do we have these discussions in in a way that's not condemning or mean spirited or hurtful, and yet at the same time call people to the standard? and, And I'm just talking about everyday living. Call one another. And, and pastors, by the way, I know plenty who who don't or regularly uh, align themselves with this. Mm. But how do we have these conversations? Mm. Oh, you have some thoughts, Joel?
1: Yeah, well, you know, the first thing I think about is just creating an equal playing field. People tend to think, oh, they're pastor, they got all figured out. But right. when you start talking about shortcomings or not being perfect like Jesus or trying to be um, perfect like that foundation he is for us, it's like... You know what? Yeah, I'm your pastor, but right. I'm, I'm not I'm not perfect. I mean, right. go talk to my wife, go talk to my children, or go talk right. to my best friend, or whatever. Oh, we, like we have. Open book. Yeah, yeah you have. Right, yeah. And I still got the job. Hannah spills Amen. the beans every week. <laughs> She's got full permission to do so. That's Hannah. Yeah. H with the two H's. But that's the important thing, you know, creating an equal playing field So and just Mm -hmm. calling out. And even if there's something that you can even give them Mm -hmm. that you might be struggling with or giving an example like, hey, I'm not perfect. You know, this happened yesterday. Boom. And I think it just creates this, you know, reality that we're not like Clark Kent or something. Right. We're just people. Right.
0: (laughs) That's a great point. What would you say is, is the biggest thing you've struggled with lately, Joe? I'm just kidding. I'm dead. <laughs> I'm not going to put you on this pile like that. In the same but it room is you. it
2: is a good point. I mean, if we're
0: if we're not being vulnerable, uh, other people aren't going to be vulnerable.
2: I think the one of the things that's important to understand is that Jesus regularly calls people to this all-encompassing commitment if we're going to be his disciples. Mm-hmm. He never lowers the bar for mm-hmm. discipleship. It is always if if you're going to be my follower, then I have to be the priority of your life. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to give up your life for my sake. And it's not its not if you want to be a pastor, if you want to be a missionary. It's right. if you don't do these things, you're not worthy to be my disciple. Yeah. right? And so he never lowers the bar on that. And so I don't think we have permission to lower the bar on that. But we also recognize that while the bar is set at complete and total allegiance to Jesus with everything that we do, Mm -hmm. that we do that imperfectly. Like, that's our desire. But there is this battle between the flesh and the spirit, and sometimes I do the things I don't want to do, and sometimes the things that I do want to do, I don't do. And Did you just make that up? Yeah, I did. I did, absolutely. That's original with me. <laughs> oh, original with me, absolutely. And so I, I do think there's, there's got to be this recognition yeah. that we never lower the bar that Jesus set in order to make people feel better or feel comfortable, because he doesn't yeah. do that. As a matter of fact, he expressly says, you want to be my followers? Count the cost. Uh, yeah. Because it's a big cost. Yeah. But then I think there's also this aspect in which we need to recognize the biblical idea of the battle inside of us. Yes. That as followers of Jesus, we didn't become instantly perfect. We entered into a battle. Yeah. A battle that we weren't a part of before because right. uh, my flesh won 100% of the time before Jesus. Yeah. Uh, but once I entered into that relationship, a battle started. Right. And there were victories and losses day in and day out.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I I love that conversation. It it reminds me of, you know, uh, sanctification is the term that comes to mind. That we we are sanctified. We're set apart. We're made holy. So there's this positional piece of who Christ has made us in Him, but then we're living this out progressively. So. Um, you know, t- today I'm struggling with this thing, and I get a victory. And tomorrow I'm working on this other thing uh, in Christ. Mm. And it's it's not behavior modification. And and I think that's one of the things that that there is a temptation to preach from scriptures, even this behavior modification. Just do this. Just do that. Just act this way. Just act that way. But but what we're talking mm. about is a spiritual transformation that causes us. To progressively work on these things as they as they enter into our lives as we follow jesus, yeah mm-hmm. you you look like you have some thoughts there, Joel.
1: Well, I have a question, okay, you know, whenever we get to cornerstone um and preaching cornerstone, the first thing that comes to my mind is, uh what color is the cornerstone that you picture in your head when you talk about this? What does that look like? Wow.
2: Do you want to answer that question, Kenny? Because well, for mean, me, the cornerstone that I just asked you if you wanted to answer, and then launched in—good <laughs> for me. What a, what a selfless act, Kenny? Would you like to go first? So the answer is,
1: <laughs> but before you do, yeah, yeah, I love it. He's doing the letting you listen to him answer. Absolutely, first thing, yeah. Like so, it. so
2: in my mind, the the stone that that I picture in my mind when we hear about this is a uh, a picture of a enormous multi-ton Herodian stone at the base of the temple during excavations that mm. pops into my mind, which wasn't actually a cornerstone, but I mean, it's it's like the size of an elephant, these Herodian stones at the base of the yeah. temple that have been excavated. And, like the... and I just, that is what immediately pops into my mind are those
1: enormous stones. So would you say beige? Is that a beige color? Yeah, yeah, color? absolutely. Okay. But what about you, Ken? I'm, I'm sorry. I feel like I feel like <laughs> me to actually answer the He's question. grabbing a yeah. hold of
0: <laughs> some of these little sound bites, and he's going to use it against us later. Absolutely. That's where I feel like this is going. But
1: do you have a uh, do you have a picture when you sink cornerstone? Well, similarly,
0: when when I was in Israel, we went to uh, the Temple Mount, and we went down to the foundation stone, and the foundation stone is is ginormous. It's bigger than anything that. Uh, they have even at the uh, hmm. pyramids in Egypt. Oh. And, and so, uh, am I going to say that word? I guess it's, I don't know, beige. <laughs>
1: I'm not, there's, not, <laughs> there's nothing going here. But usually I go, it's a mix between a couple of things. Like sometimes I'll picture modern red brick, you know, like a, the house on the corner, kind uh-huh. of a deal. And like, you know, six inches by two inches. Gotcha. Brick. But sometimes yeah. I see like little, like the muddied looking stones that aren't perfect, but they're the kind that, you know, you can just pick up on your own and go make a little hut with. But and it's usually beige. Okay. Yeah, okay. this is deep, Joel. Yeah. This is deep. I feel like we have all. <laughs> you
2: know what? Even if it's grown more intelligent at... over the last three minutes, <laughs> even if it is
0: 10:30 at night, you probably are going to need some coffee if you're going to finish this episode. But hey, if you're
1: listening, you please comment. You know what color stone do you think
0: of? Huh? Oh yeah, yeah sure. let's Absolutely. make something. Please out of chime this. in. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: but seriously, there. You know, as it relates to sanctification. And following Jesus uh, in our day-to-day walk, Joel. One of the big pieces is uh, musical worship. Um, I, I find myself on a regular, uh, regularly just humming songs or, or, or singing songs. This week, I think we ended with the song "Cornerstone." We did, and, and and that was that was fantastic to just put our mind in that place. And music has that power. Is there is there a song that has been ministering to you lately that has helped you? Uh, Just in your daily walk with the Lord,
1: Um, yeah. One specifically in the past couple days, um, I was talking to somebody on Sunday, and we were talking about turn your eyes upon Jesus. And Mm -hmm. uh, I was like, man, I haven't thought about that song in a while. And obviously, it was hymn project related. But you know, I go and um, you know, about a year ago, I was just obsessed with this album by Sovereign Grace Worship, and uh, Mm -hmm. I don't remember what it's called, but they do a lot of a lot of hymns on it. But the song Turn Your Eyes They do it, and they have a kind of a cool modern chorus to it as well. Um, But yeah, the past couple days, I just turned that on as soon as I get in my car and just sing it a couple of times as I drive to campus, and Mm -hmm. uh, it's been cool. Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. Matt, have you had a song in your heart that you've been singing?
2: Um, Well, I would say that uh, since Sunday, Cornerstone's been stuck in my head, and I've been humming (laughs) it around the house. that often happens with whatever the closing song is on a yeah, Sunday. It right. just gets stuck in there and yeah. rattles around. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh,
0: and that's that's a good point. That puts a little more pressure on you, Joel, to, to yeah. give a give a song that's going to stick in there and, right. uh, and bring that message home. That's really good. Well, we want to thank you for joining us for this episode of your Friendship Church podcast. And uh, even though it was brought to you by the letter of H— There are plenty of things to be thankful for uh, as you follow Jesus today.
1: Today's episode was brought to you by the letter H. Please share on social media or with your family about what you are thankful for that starts with the letter H. Mine is Hannah my wife. Thank you for joining in. We appreciate you connecting. You can always listen to us on our Friendship Church app or download the podcast to your device's podcast app. Hit subscribe. Learn more about what's happening at Friendship Church at friendshipmn.org. See you next time on your Friendship Church podcast. Psst, keep listening. Right. Kenny Blooper. You are good to go.
0: Welcome friendship fam live from friendship studios. I'm here with well, let me just start off. Gobbly
2: good. Gobbly <laughs> <laughs>
0: good. <laughs>